Give us the deets. Uh, give us the deets. Welcome to another episode of the Decode Podcast. What episode are we even up to? One, uh, we were still in the 160s, right? Yeah, it's because we've had a lot of we've had life a lot, stuff. We've, had a lot of, we've had a lot of hiccups. Namely, last week, we got hiccuped by New York Comic Con. I forgot it existed until I got told, hey, we need you to run media stuff. I'm like, what? <laughs> you got to love when you get those last minute things. And you're like, oh, well, guess I'm going to Comic Con. Uh, but yeah, sorry about the uh, little snafu last week. We got interrupted by New York Comic Con. Uh, we had a good time. Uh, you might have seen some of the panels. Uh, I, we know that esteemed digital era founder Mario was over at the Crunchyroll uh, panel. I maybe Mario might might agree with me. This felt like I went back in time to two thousand eight because there were more comic book sellers than any of the other booths that I saw. I think what I liked about it was it felt like when New York Comic Con first started. That, and you that's what I mean. Like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand like when it was still. A comic book convention and not like what SDCC turned into. It felt less like the media conglomerate thing than it was. Yes. It felt less. <laughs> it felt like Anime NYC special guest comic, comic vendors. vendors. <laughs> yeah. And not in a bad way. It's definitely not in a bad way. But uh, basically with this episode, we're just going to be playing catch up with some of the stuff that happened last catch week. Up. Some of the games that have come out uh, while we were away. Uh, so last week we had the big announcements for Smash Brothers, their last DLC character, Sora from Kingdom Hearts. So you want to know how how that went for me watching it? While you were here? Or I was were... not here actually. No. Because <laughs> I get to come late on Tuesdays and I purposely decided to come late on Tuesday. <laughs> um, for me, it was, okay, da, 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 who's it going to be? So when they, so after they showed off Doom Guys, so I'm like, here are my top three choices. It went from, okay, Master Chief, Fortnite guy, Sora. Then we get cut, get to the cutscene. I see the flame and I'm like, Dark Souls? That's what I thought when I saw the flame. I was like, no way they're going to end I'm it I'm like, Dark they're already with Dark Souls? And then so I'm like, oh, it's Sora. Okay. <laughs> like, no, I, I don't care. It's not that I don't care. It's just like, it was the obvious choice. Well, so there it were, a, there like were Dark Souls. There were like, a lot what? of factors that went into why it was Sora. So they they revealed that Sora was the number one pick from the uh, the yeah. poll that they did, which I was surprised to see that they were like, we didn't want to reveal the results. And I'm like, but everybody knew who won anyway. <laughs> so like, how do how do you hide the fact that most of the internet knew it was Sora to begin with? Right. Um, By throwing his Minecraft, Steve. That also too, <laughs> and then uh, if you go uh, onto um, if you Google Iwata says, uh, yeah, Satoru Iwata before he passed away did a series of podcasts where he interviewed different developers, and uh, there was actually a conversation where he was interviewing Tetsuya Nomura when Kingdom Hearts series was being yeah. brought to the um, 3ds, the 3ds at the yeah. time, and uh, he jokingly was like, you know. I would love to have this character meet with Mario one of these yeah. days. And it's funny that, uh, you know, Sakurai was able to honor that wish uh, after I just, so long. My only real question about this is, I want to know how much was paid. That's what I want to know. What deal was signed? Because Square Enix does not own any of those characters. They are 100% owned by Disney. 
So, I mean, I want to, I want to think of like the positive gaming space for once. And I think this is one of those rare instances where Disney was like, you know what? Yeah. Just here. <laughs> like, I, mm. they're like on the concession, you, you can't put like, cause if you know, yeah, you can't like, this is, but this even is just the little keychain that showed for literally a second. <laughs> I mean, it's part of the keyblade. So I know. That little, those three little, remember, they sued Dead Mouse over that. <laughs> they sued Dead Mouse over three circles. Disney, man. I would like to think that, you know, when they were like, you know what, it's Smash Brothers, like, here. Yeah, like, here. They just tossed it. They were like, fine. It's hilarious um, because um, being as someone who, who got to go to Japan and got to go to Tokyo Disney Sea, which is not the standard Disneyland there, it's mm-hmm. the side attraction that's specific to Japan only. That is the only place there where you will find Sora, Kyrie, Riku, Xanonar running around the park, interacting with the other characters. Hilarious. And it's weird because it's like, aren't you supposed to be a Square Enix character? And that's what I learned. No, they're owned by Disney. I'm like, that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's basically free money for them because they also used it to coincide with the announcement of the Kingdom Hearts series I have an issue with being that. brought to Switch, even though it's streamed only and those it's games dumb. and those games can definitely fit on a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Oh not even not even just definitely fit on the cartridge. They can run on everyone's like, oh because the Switch can't run it. No those no, games th- those games can run it. The only game I would probably give that will probably take a hit three. is three. Mm-hmm. But that's also because as someone who's ran three on his PC for a friend. Three is poorly optimized. So poorly optimized. It chugged on regular PS4s. It only ran well on the Xbox. It only ran well on the P- Xbox and on the PS4 Pro. Yeah. Those are the only two systems it ran good on. Which is hilarious because Guilty Gear Strive runs really well on regular PS4s, but not the Pros. That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they went with a cloud version for the Kingdom Hearts games, which, you know, I'm glad that like it's finally like everywhere, you know, for like the people. How many who- times are going to make us rebuy this? As many as they want. <laughs> Because it prints money. <laughs> we sit here thinking that, like, Disney fans, are, like, we sit here and think, oh, Nintendo fans will literally buy anything. It's like, no, 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 no. no. Disney fans will Disney literally Disney fans buy will literally buy anything. They and will. I wish I was joking. They will. <laughs> Disney could actually be committing, like, war crimes and have, like, a little Disney souvenir to them going to court for war crimes, and people would buy it. This, 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 <laughs> this Mickey Mouse symbol is meant to commemorate the destruction of a whole third world country. Buy it. <laughs> What's sad? You're not wrong because that was a ri- that was originally what they did for Disneyland Hong Kong when they rebuilt. I, I, it. I sincerely hope not. <laughs> no, but there was a commemorative of to the original Disneyland Hong Kong, which they had to raise because it just it it basically bankrupt Hong Kong. Okay. <laughs> Disney is evil. I mean, it makes sense. They, they own too much. They own too much. <laughs> they own too much. They really own too much. When you think about it, yeah, they do. They have Star Wars. Enough said. Free Guy. Remember, Free Guy. It's a Disney movie, yes. It's a Disney movie. In which they also have now the contracts to Pokemon, Ninja. And who was the other person? Booga? 
I don't know. Was the other streamer? I think it was Booga on the other streamer. Yeah. No, it's not Booga. They also own. Booga's they also Booga's own, owned by uh, uh, our, yeah, right, our buddy right, right. Gary V up, uptown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and also, um, remember, they also bought all of Epic Meal Time. Yeah. That's, um, that's why he's on Facebook now. <laughs> yeah. And what's the. Um, covers a history. Rap battles of Epic. Uh, epic rap battles of history. I th- think so yeah. they own that because that was that, that was, channel they, they was made, one of them yeah no they ended up making that announcement because it was um dan lee versus jim henson and then at the very end it's disney who says well actually i own this whole series <laughs> epic like rap, that's sad <laughs> epic rap battles of disney you basically uh, but yeah so we had that little tidbit of news from last week regarding smash brothers uh so now do you think smash brothers is done like Yes and no. And here's why I say yes and no. This version of Smash Brothers is done. Because mm-hmm. Sakura wants to work on so- uh wants to work on something different. Yeah. But do I think Smash Brothers is done? Definitely not. No. Whatever new hardware comes out, Nintendo's gonna want to throw a Smash, Smash Brothers, Brothers on, on it. it. And okay. there will be more characters to put on because there are more characters that people want. Yes. Like Waluigi, damn it. That's the Here's the thing, in all honesty, I would have laughed if come E3, it's like, hey, here's a random DLC, Waluigi. It's like, why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why would you do this? I wouldn't be surprised if they do something like that. Because I, w- I wouldn't put it past them to do that. No, I wouldn't either. Sakurai's like, I got one more here. Yeah. <laughs> but the man, let the man rest, let him go. Play, well, let him make go a, play his video games. No, let him play. Let, let, the, ma- Kirby let, let the man walk off into the sunset back into the ocean like Godzilla. <laughs> like the dude's let him done sell enough. his other house. <laughs> the house that he bought that's closer to his job. <laughs> My man has two houses. <laughs> He's done a lot. <laughs> oh my god. Um, speaking uh, of Smash on Platform Fighters, you know what else dropped while we were... Away doing stuff. Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Which is a terrible game. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it is so phoned in. It is the first it's, game I've returned on it, Steam. <laughs> like, actually, like, I played it for, for literally 15 minutes. I'm like, I can't do this. And returned it. Steam asked why. I'm like, it's... I, I'm just like, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. But son's like, what do you mean? It's bad. It's it's not as good as the kart racers, man. I'm sorry. It's not. It's the fact that doing this doesn't jump and you can't map it to that is absolutely insane to me. You can't map your controllers. You can. You can. You can only change the action buttons. You can change the action buttons. You can't change. You can't, you can't move the jump to the analog stick. Right. And then those also, which is even crazier, the C stick only does the light hit instead of the smash hit, mm-hmm. which you have to hold X for and then hit C stick. I'm like, okay, that's even weirder. What's even worse is, so say you and I are playing and I win, but you have custom buttons. Your custom buttons get mapped to my buttons. Yeah, I did solo queue at Powder <laughs> Toastman, and all I know was his down B can be done infinitely. So yeah, you can attack infinitely while wave dashing. Yep, Powder Toastman is officially the most broken character in the game. And you know what else is even worse? Cat Dog. Cat Dog's hitbox is the floor. 
Because he's still I, low to the ground. I thought I thought I was playing Tekken because I sat here. I'm like, you just have. I'm like, is the floor the character? No, it's Cat Dog. Because <laughs> his hitbox is literally a horizontal rectangle. Yeah, that's this small. I really <laughs> felt like I was playing Tekken again, where it's like. Specifically oh, the Tekken 6, because that's... Yes, the best Tekken character in the game. Tekken, Tekken 6 best character was the floor because it did <laughs> consistent damage. And I know I say that joke a lot, but it's true. It is so true. It's so true. <laughs> I hated Tekken 6. Oh, God. Thank you. I'm so grateful 7 is so much better. I have questions for 7 about some DLC choices. <laughs> you already know the two that did to drive me nuts. Knock this. I mean, yeah. And uh, what's his name? If I'm Walking Dead. I don't know why Negan made it into the I game. I don't know why either. I was like, of of any character in any type of franchise series or whatever, Tekken has knocked this from Final Fantasy 15 and Negan from The Walking Dead. And, and Akuma. Saying, I mean, Akuma makes sense though. Akuma makes sense, so yes. But like Noctis, <laughs> Negan from Walking. Why is the Walking Dead character in a Tekken game? What was the point of this? Because crossover? the boy's his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not in Tekken Seven. <laughs> oh man, I mean, that's true. Harada just, just, just does what he wants. Like at this point, <laughs> it's true. I think Bandai can say no. It's just like, is it, you really want to tell me no? It's like, no. It's like, at one point, he's just going to go over the deep end. He's like, I want to put Gumby in Tekken. He's jokingly said that he wanted to put Super Milk Chan. Wow. And everyone sat there's like, I don't, literally was just like, I, do you even know who has the rights to that? It's like, I have no idea, but, but Sunrise know. and Bandai will find out. They will. <laughs> They'll find a way. They'll find a way. Bandai is literally the Disney of Japan. Next to Nintendo. <laughs> if you think about it. Oh, man. Everyone knows what Gundam is. Well, that's because Gundam's like universal. Gundam is everywhere. Did you see the guy at New York Comic Con who dressed up as Sam Fisher? Yes. And all his boxes were Gumpla? Yes. That was hilarious. That, that guy was great. <laughs> so yeah, he was walking around. He literally had Gumpla, like the backpack, and the Gumpla yeah. was like up to here. He had Gumpla on the shoulders. And I'm like, this guy wins Comic-Con for me. <laughs> for me, this is pretty great. <laughs> there was a Boba Fett, but it was it's Boba <clears throat> Fett, but instead of all the weapons, they were bubble teas. Bo- <laughs> <laughs> I get it. And I sat here and looked at I'm like, do you have a sponsorship to any of the shops? Like, no. I'm like, you really should. Boba Fett. Uh, I get it. <laughs> I love costumes. I love costumes. <laughs> it's great. Um, so, Tokyo yeah. Tokyo Game Show also happened. I mean, we talked about Tokyo Game Show a oh, few times. We did miss on one uh, important point from a previous... from. Last episode, uh, we didn't get to talk about Konami and what Konami came out and did. Yeah. Even though they didn't, uh, even though their showcase was primarily centered around uh, the upcoming Yu-Gi-Oh! digital games that they're coming out with, 
Um, the fact that they're still making digital games for Yu-Gi-Oh is like impressive to me. That that's like their bread and butter that they haven't somehow managed to screw up. It, pr- <laughs> it prints money. <laughs> I don't know why though. It's uh, I I did like that they took the time to came out and apologize because they are aware that they f- the fans think that they've neglected their other franchises. Give me a give me a Beat Mania game. <laughs> Give me DDR. Um, they did acknowledge that there are games in the work. Uh, they said some of them are from Konami internal studios, and some of them they've partnered with external studios oh. to uh, be made. Uh, there's going to be a brand new Castlevania with an external partner. They're not ready to reveal who this outside partner is. Mercury Steam. No, because they are not. Mercury Steam is no longer affiliated with Konami right now. They also didn't feel that the game sold that well. I would laugh. And here's the reason why. The external partner is Nintendo. <laughs> and Nintendo's just like, here you go, Mercury Steam. <laughs> right? <laughs> so no. Uh, so Castlevania is being done uh, with a, a whole, like a whole new, it's going to be a whole new direction for the franchise, a reboot, whatever. Well, is, Who knows where it's going it, to go. Because it's weird because that storyline is actually done, isn't it? The Lord of Shadow series is done. They ended it. Like Not even, no, 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 not even, like, I'm just saying in general, like, isn't the actual Castlevania storyline because there are no more Belmont line done? Pretty much. <laughs> they can make up something. They can make up something. He had a secret <laughs> child somewhere. Yeah. Like, he hated Dracula <laughs> so much he didn't have children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. I mean, there's still, like even in the mainline Castlevania series, there's still some stories that could have been told. I just don't think... Konami wants to go there. Like, for example, yeah. there is like we can still get a game out of Julius, uh, which was which would be a prequel to the uh the Dawn of Sorrow or Raya Sorrow games. Okay, that's fair. Um and that's they also said that that's why they've been doing a lot of these collections. Like they to did see the, Cas- what people the Castlevania want. collection, the Contra collection, um, the advanced collection, because they Yeah. They did that to like give Cowards. people Nostalgia, essentially, yeah. and remind them, like, hey, yes, we still give a crap. Just keep giving us money. Cause I want a this, DDR collection. We need this money to fund our other games. And a pop and music collection. Uh, they announced that they have two different Silent Hill games in development. So which one? T- so one takes place in Long Island and the other one takes place in upstate New York? I have no idea. <laughs> um, they were very coy to say who they're working with. Um... And the way they phrased it made it sound like they had made amends with Kojima in some degree or aspect. They probably gave him an actual cap to how much money he could spend. (laughs) Because let's be honest, the real reason why he was fired was it's like, you spent too much money. No, no, the real reason he was fired is because he wanted to be done with the Metal Gear Solid series. He was like, I want to end this. Like this, this, he, this story. And he made them dip into their because that game made that game cost so much money. That engine alone cost so much money, and the fact that he could only use it. He's a smart man. He took that engine with him. He said, "I'm going to take my toys and bounce," yeah. which is exactly the story of Ground Zeroes when you think about it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Big Boss took his toys and ran. I'm like I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Bye. Bye. Um, so yeah, there's going to be two, there's a new Castlevania, two separate Silent Hill games, and there's going to be a remake of a classic game that fans love. None of the Enders? 
So <laughs> there was a lot of speculation as to what this remake did, but then uh, a Gaelic singer let known that she was doing a remake of a treasured franchise. Uh-oh. And if people remember the ending song, The Best Is Yet To Come, from the first Metal Gear Solid is Celtic in its yeah. uh, language. So a lot of people think that the remake that they're doing is the Metal Gear Solid remake. So who knows? That'd be interesting. Uh, Konami did say that uh, sometime either December or after December, they'll have more to announce uh, regarding... VGA, probably. Maybe. I'm thinking that they're going to show something. Because they said at... December, they, they're going to hint at it. <laughs> Metal Gear 1 and 2 remakes? Cowards. Nah, they want to remake Metal Gear Solid. Like, it's either Metal Gear Solid or uh, they might remake uh, Snake Eater. You know, one of those two. Ooh. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Remake a Snake Eater? Like, if they did, like, the original NES Metal Gear, like Metal Gear 1, one. like Metal Gear yeah. remade that with, like, a high-res updated version of, like, the a Snake Eater. A lot of Eater. people are going to hate sneaking games. <laughs> a lot of people are gonna hate stealth people hate stealth games already <laughs> look at what assassin's why. creed has done people just get tired of that stuff because it's a bad stealth engine oh that's because it's just look at bad. every speed run of skyrim it's pure stealth <laughs> uh speaking of assassin's creed uh ubisoft uh nah. got hit with the uh the internet booze uh, Can we do this for Chris Pratt? I don't know. Like, we got Sonic changed, like, visually. Can we get a different voice? I'm pretty sure we can. But I was talking more about when Ubisoft announced that their next game I know, in the I'm Rainbow... I talking about how the internet bullied Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how they're working on, I think it was like a Rainbow Six Battle Royale type game. And the entirety of gaming internet was like, we don't want this. Please stop. Yeah. And it got to the point that Ubisoft actually delayed the game. The thing is, like, that's a mode that they could just instead of making a separate game that everyone has to buy. That's literally just a mode. You well, it would have been free to play. So, but that would have it would have made this like almost the the third free to play game because they had that um, hyperscape game. Yep. A while ago, there was that Division update that was free-to-play for multiplayer yeah. that nobody played and ignored. Actually, have we heard anything about the Division stuff? I don't think Ubisoft knows what Division is anymore, besides a math problem. So when they want to, like, stifle money from no. their developers. No, I mean, like, the TV series. I'm sure it's still being worked on. I don't think anyone really cares. <laughs> I don't even, like, people have lost, like, the problem with Ubisoft is, like, they fail to capitalize on their franchises when they're hot, that it gets to the point that people just, like, forget about it after it moves on. Yeah. Like, The Division, if it had steady content updates, would rival Destiny right now. And for anyone who still thinks Destiny is a dead game... I want you to look at the Steam numbers on Destiny. It's consistently in the top three. And it's been that way for like the past two years. Yep. So. I mean, they call Dota 2 a dead game. But Dota 2 is forever. <laughs> no, but it, like everyone everyone in esports calls Dota 2 the dead game of the two mobile sports. 
like, oh, LOL does so much better than, than Dota 2. I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't see League setting boundary like year after year. First place is $18 million. Yeah. Second place is five. <laughs> I mean, the financial, <laughs> the financial magnitude of that is <laughs> just where it's at. <laughs> But yeah, you know, like, I just feel like, you know, Ubisoft has a lot of drop balls when it comes to their franchises. You know, they continuously miss on Assassin's Creed. Like, I just, I'm just over that series right now. That series actually needs to take a break and then you need to go back to Prince of Persia. I, I wanted to really get into the division, but like, they haven't the done dry any, spells. The, there's The dry spells go on for too long. Yeah. Too long. Like, six months, nothing. When, it's been a year. It's been a year. Nothing? I was like, what six months? It's been a year. I get like we had to deal with COVID and the pandemic and whatnot, but like... No, I'm, I'm not even... Like, even before that, it was a year. Yes. I'm just like, whatever. The only game they seem to continuously provide support for is Rainbow Six Siege. And that's probably because it's making them the most money and it's also an eSport game. Um, the reason why that continues actually do well is 100% because of Japan. They love the operators to the point where it's gotten into like they've assigned them their own like characters. I mean, it's, like it's, it's, it, they, it started out as like this team-based thing and then they like managed to somehow segue it into like this they hero were, shooter type thing. Yeah. And, I'm just like I'm not, I mean that's great because like it, it actually it, it of helped, all the games the game. to work as a hero shooter Rainbow it's Six. that one yeah take notes Overwatch no no please don't no no it's over I think I I might be the, in the minority when I say this but like just let Overwatch die you're not in the minority I don't know I kind of feel like that might be a controversial opinion like I'm just over it it is but I'm just over it. Speaking of, it's how many years has Overwatch been out now? I don't know. I lost track. Well, it's time for their uh, yearly same content gameplay mode. Oh, the Halloween thing? Yeah. I mean, there's, a bit, there's been a lot of Halloween uh, themed things going on in all the games. Because every every game in it's, their mother likes to go Yes, I know. Home. But at least each year, they do something slightly different. No, they just rehashed the Overwatch Halloween. has Junkers literally... It's just for Junkers the past time. five years. Six. This is the sixth year. 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Yeah, this is the sixth year of Junkenstein. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. I mean, we had Destiny's Halloween event. Destiny's Halloween event is grand. I love it. The I, looks I so played it on the stream. I, <laughs> I mean, there's there's three dinosaur-themed costumes. <laughs> there's a dinosaur-themed pulse rifle. It's just cool stuff. Um, Warframe had their Halloween thing. Warframe with, always is over the top. Uh, yeah, their Halloween things are hilarious. Final Fantasy had their uh, Halloween event. It, yes, it's the same every year, but like, it's an exclusive event that you have to go through. And since they're new players, and it's actually fun. Yeah. So it's like cool. Well, Square Enix did also recently report that Final Fantasy 14 has been the most financially successful Final you wanna Fantasy. You want to laugh? You want to laugh? And I'm just like, well, of course it is. Because no, you want to laugh? You want to know why that headline alone makes me laugh? Because if we go back to when 1.0 dropped, the CEO publicly stated 
that Final Fantasy XIV has done irreparable damage to the Final Fantasy franchise. That it, it that they're not sure if the devs working on it will ever have careers again. And I'm sitting here like, really? <laughs> really? That's the game that's going to do damage to Final Fantasy. Not the game you're putting out right now. What the not 15. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, um... Not Strangers in Paradise? Is that, is that the actual name? It's Strangers in Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Because we need to that, fight that chaos. Can't, that can't be a real... That can't be a real... I can't believe that that cutscene was real. I can't believe that game is real. I... My... She... All this exposition... All this exposition, why I wanted to become Chaos so we can have a beacon of hope to give people to look to. So when I die, at least people will be hopeful for this bleak future, at least. Like, there's a glimmer of hope. I'm like, that's really noble. Headphones in, emo music, walks away. I'm like, what? Because this game... What? (laughs) This game was made in the 90s, Gino, for PlayStation 2. No, this game was made in the early 2000s. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for PlayStation 2. <laughs> Height of the, like, Afghanistan and Iraq War. No, I, I, the, the thing with Strangers in Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is it's one of those games that we have left behind in that time period. And at some point, maybe... Because tech, tech, it's Tecmo Team Ninja who's making this. The the guys who made Neo and Neo 2. And I, thought, like, I thought Ethan Explorer was slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's early two thousands Team Ninja, you know they got to be is this, hardcore is this and edgy. After, like I'm gonna do a deep cut here, and I apologize to anyone who's young listening because you probably won't get this. Is this after or before Cheney shot the guy in the face? <laughs> <laughs> is this after or before? I just I need a timeline here. <laughs> what year are they stuck in? I don't know, but um. <laughs> You said you played through the second demo. Why would you do that to yourself? Because there's a part of us <laughs> who, in that time frame, that was the kind of game we would have loved and like been excited about. Yeah, that's when Gaia Online was the social network. Yes. <laughs> I like that my son understands that. Did you learn about Dick Cheney getting shooting someone in the face at school? Like <laughs> the fact that I was being taught now makes me happy. <laughs> it's like, what are they teaching you in social studies? Like, oh my god. <laughs> um I think it's just one of those games that like if it was like two, you know, young two thousands Ken. Well, not even young. That's what, like, this is 20 years ago. So I would have been 20. Yeah, like I said, when the when social media was MySpace, Zanga, um, LiveJournal, and Gaia Online. Gaia Online. GeoCities, let's go. <laughs> like, literally, that's where this game it feels like. Have you all just been locked away in a basement somewhere? I think they have, and 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 what's sad is I want to buy it anyway, and it's going to come with like a crazy special edition statue. It's going to have like a twelve-inch tall, you know, chaos guy, and I'm going to buy it anyway just because it's Final Fantasy. It's like I understand it. It's like yes, Nomura is edgy, but he's turned that edginess into something. So he only did the character design. This has this has nothing to do with the story. No more. Now I'm not talking about the story. I'm just talking about in his character design arts in general. Yeah. 
I mean, but at least he's one, updating one that just, edginess. One just has to look at the bouncer exactly. <laughs> and see what we were going. Like he literally, they literally took Volt Kruger from the bouncer, <laughs> shaved his head, removed the piercings, and said, "You're a Final Fantasy character now." Oh my god, that <laughs> game, Dominique. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hilarious to me because it's like no more at his edgiest you get his Batman yeah and then but like you actually get legitimate designs from him mm-hmm. as like look at his bomb thank you and it's just like cool did you all just be like hey remember that time when you were down bad all those years ago now draw a character is that what they asked him I guess. I oh. There's not enough belts on this guy. He'll probably earn them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I did play through the new demo. Uh, one of the things that I actually liked that they changed from the first demo to the new one is now you can customize your entire party's look and not just your main character. They're so, probably just doing that. just for Maybe. I don't know. It was something that was requested in feedback. Like they were like, can we put stuff on the other characters so that they can get like different powers and things? So they did that. Uh, the combat did get tweaked because the start it's it felt a little less dark soulsy and yeah, more. more towards like the actual like action RPG. action RPG, but it's still very slow and ugh, like <laughs> that. Like if I can, if I if I could like spell if I that do molasses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, like, it still had, like, that, that slow combat that's in, like, the Dark Souls and the Bloodborne type things. I'm just like, just, just make it an action RPG. Just make it Final Fantasy 15, but not open world. Let me just run through things and hack and slash. Like, you're going to get the comparison to Devil May Cry. Fine. Devil May Cry is a good game. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get the comparison of this is a very crappy version of Dark Souls, because that's what it is right now. Um, Edgy version. Of, oh, my God. No, it's it's it's. I, I just want to know. Who, I want to meet like I want to meet the writer and be like, "Do you need a new like set of bands to listen?" To? Maybe he's just stuck on Lincoln Park. Like <laughs> this is beyond that. Like this is. He's like, "Oh, what's on your MP3 player? Lincoln Park and Godsmack." Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it, was it one wrestlers. Stand um, alone. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, crawl. Crawl again, <laughs> my skin. Oh, oh man. God. I still can't believe, like, when I saw that trailer, I sat there and I'm like, this is. Wait, what? I, I really thought Square Enix was memeing. And I thought other people, when I first saw it, because I didn't see it originally from Square Enix, I saw other people. I'm like, oh, people are memeing on it. Then I looked up the trailer and that happened. And I sat there and I was just like, Wait, this is... No, it's an actual cutscene. That's a cut... Uh, it's not just like... Are you letting college interns do this? Because if so, sure. Sure. If they literally say, yeah, we're letting the interns run this game. <laughs> Perfectly fine, in my opinion. That changes the whole scope, in my opinion. <laughs> college interns from 2004. Um, but yeah, it's, just, it's one of those double-edged sword type games because it's like... We know it's going to be bad, but we're going to buy it anyway. At least I know I'm going to buy it anyway. I'm probably never going to play it. It's probably never going to be like opened, except maybe for me to like install it and be like, is it still as bad as I think it is? And then I go, yep. And then I put it back in the tray and I put it in my collection next to the statue. And I go, that's where you stay. 
for the rest of my life. <laughs> like even the first Gears of War's like commercials were edgy. Yeah, but it was like Mad World and it was cool. Yeah, that's the thing. Like this is like you looked at that and then you went in the opposite direction. Yeah. But the see the Gears of War took like, Gears of War like, took Ancy Gruff Macho dude and made it cool. Yes. This takes angry Gruff Macho dude and, and makes it makes, target. It makes yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a parody of itself, which is why I think a lot of people are like, why is this so off putting? And it's a lot and it's more like gamers in our age group are looking at it like what is this? And then other people are like just confused at it. But they're like, <laughs> it's Final Fantasy, so I'm gonna li- I'm supposed to like it, right? And yeah, I guess. I, <laughs> I, I'm more looking forward to the 16 because it's returning to high fantasy. I'm looking forward to 16 because it's being developed by the guys that made Devil May Cry 5. And 14. And Devil May Cry 5. The oh combat designer said, I have. Graced you with DMC5. Now I'm going to take all this cool stuff and I'm going to show you what it looks like in Final Fantasy. And that's amazing. That is amazing. The trailers just look fantastic. I want to, I can't wait to DMC a Marlboro. <laughs> Let me get a triple S while I fight a Tomberry, you know? <laughs> they punch Bahamut in the face <laughs> with a motorcycle. Right? <laughs> no, they won't have motorcycles, though. They'll have some like. Give me a trebuchet and let me hit him with it. That's what I want. <laughs> he spins it around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, trebuchet is not a. Uh, it's only good for sieging, not melee. It's like picks it up, <laughs> hits you with it. Like it'll be, it'll be a, a like a nice callback homage to when Saban suplexed the train in Final Fantasy. I would thoroughly, I would thoroughly enjoy that if they do go back and be like, no, 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 we want specifically this, but since we don't have trains. Let's make it like a castle, so it's almost like Alexander. Like you summon Alexander <laughs> and you suplex, suplex Bahamut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the weird be, part about that? I fight? want a German suplex a summon. Yeah, that needs to happen in a Final Fantasy. It, it kind of does in fourteen. No, they just fight it. No, 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 no. You you summon one of the smaller ones. And because it's just getting annoying, you, you actually pick it up and drop it. Like, you just... Ugh. No, it needs to be a German suplex. Yeah. Um, because they got a Brock Lesnar, that thing. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the other thing is, that was a ghost train, too. Like, how is a train a ghost? I, I don't know. <laughs> Final Fantasy is full of weird things that we just and accept. they should bring it back. Yeah. Stop with the realism. Like, oh, that's giving why, the weird stuff. That's why they gave us seven remakes. They put all the weird stuff in that game, and they gave us time travel shenanigans and that Kingdom Hearts BS. Don't know. Full circle. I win. Flawless victory. The fact, oh. the fact that Avid Children is now considered canon or possibly canon bothers me. Uh, I've always accepted it as canon. So, fandom. Anyway, <laughs> that means Dirge of Cerebus has to be canon. It is. Good. Everyone hates that game. I love it. Dirge of Cerebus was actually a pretty decent game. One of my favorites. I have the weird favorite list, remember. I mean, Dirge was good. Yeah, I have eight, six, nine, Dirge. Seven's all the way at the bottom. Uh, I just don't get how you like eight. Like I like eight. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It hurts my head. 
<laughs> a lot of things hurt people's heads. Yes. Just like when I was doing a Star Citizen. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of conventions, we had the Star Citizen Con, but it was less of a con and more like a eight hour a stream. live stream. <laughs> so let's talk about this. So a lot of the live stream was they showed off two of the new ships. Um, one is based off of like the U.S. military ship that 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 uh, transport hovercraft ship that right. they have, and they're like, "Yeah, you get one of those." And everyone's just like, "That's kind of cool. It's ugly." It's like, "Yeah, it's ugly because it's like you know it has a job to do. It doesn't have to look pretty." Yeah. Then they showed space yacht for for. What someone literally called, oh, so if if Columbus was alive today and worked in finance, this would be the ship that he would drive. <laughs> <laughs> and it's from Origin Jump Works, which is like the high end. They do yachts, kind of. They look mm -hmm. like yachts. I like the BMW yacht. Yeah. Like they're that fancy where it's like, oh, you want to pretend to be an explorer. They showed that ship off. They showed off a lot of the back end tech. They talked about the server meshing, how it would work, and how other game studios are now approaching them. For like, hey, this tech is really cool. Can we license it? Go stuff like that. So things when um by server mesh we mean so if you played an MMO, you know how people are in different shards. Yep. Well, this still uses the shards, but all those shards are in sync with each other. So even if as a shard goes down, that server won't go down. Mm -hmm. All your stuff is saved across all those instances, and it's almost like the economy is always living. So it, it's an actual simulation, but for so it's another uh, EVE Online. The difference with EVE Online is that's only a single solitary server with no shards. This one is distributing it across the entire planet because, like, so for EVE Online, that um, server still has latency issues if mm -hmm. you're playing with Japan and stuff like that. This one is trying to get rid of those latency Um, The cool thing that they introduced was real live weather. Like, there's no weather in EVE Online. Mm. So this will be like, hey, if it's raining in your area, it'll be raining in-game and stuff like that. Or like it will simulate weather and stuff like that in real time. Um, the coolest thing, though, that they introduced for the new patch was medical gameplay. And one of the things that people always complained about in Star Citizen is griefing. Um, most notably, which is known as pad ramming. You summon your ship, it's sitting on the pad, another guy comes in, flies into it, blows it up. And it sucks. It's yeah. terrible. Because you, you lose your ship. Yeah, well that, and also, you get hit with a ticket. <laughs> so not, not only that, insult to injury. It's like, yeah, because your ship blew up next to a, into a no, like, you know, blow up zone. It's your fault. Here's the ticket. So it's like, it's like if I hit your car, and the cops are like, yeah, well, your car shouldn't have been parked there anyway. Here you go. <laughs> But um, what they've introduced now is medical. So it's like if someone's injured, and this is the gameplay that I really like. Right. Um, someone's injured, they give you meds, and like they have a med gun. Um, when you're in a safe zone, guns can't be used. But the med gun can't be used because if someone falls and breaks their leg, you can heal them. Right. Which has led to what I like to call Dr. Hobo, <laughs> which is me in just my space helmet and basically just my like undersuit, which is basically your underwear, running around medding people until they overdose and their heart gives out and then I rob them. You're evil. I'm, I am. I'm Dr. Hobo. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone sitting here is like, no, you would think, yes, that's griefing. Everyone's like, no, this is hilarious. Because as you get overdosed, it turns into like, you actually start seeing the effects in the game. So it's like, oh, you get wavy, things like that. You kind of look drunk and it's kind of funny. So it's like, okay, this is actually kind of fun. 
it then turns into everyone has syringes and it becomes like a knife fight, but with syringes. <laughs> so certain parts of the Bronx of New York at 3 a.m. Okay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> in a video game, and it's fun. And it's so much fun. And people are like, I got officially called Dr. Hobo. <laughs> it's like, this is guy stalking me. And it's like, yeah, that's Dr. Hobo. Leave him alone. You look at him weird, he'll, he'll, he'll overdose you. That's and then steal hilarious. your ship. <laughs> uh, med classes are, are fun. Uh, just to go on like uh, a little bit of an aside here. Uh, I've been playing... Hell Let Loose, now that it's on console, it was a PlayStation Plus freebie for the PS5, dropped That's at the nice. beginning of the month. Uh, hands down, one of the best World War II sims I have played in a very long time. And it's class-based also. Yeah. And you have to pick a class. So you have like your you have your infantry, you have your rifleman and yeah. you know, whatnot. Uh, there is a medic class, there's a support class, there's an anti-tank. And I remember the first few days of going into the game. I'm like, why is this team nothing but like assault characters and riflemen? I'm like, what are you guys doing? We're going to lose. Like, you need yeah. to switch it up. You, you need a medic. You need a medic. So in the game, you can become an officer, which means you're the guy that directs people where to go. And as an officer, you're the only one that can build bases so that when you move up in the map, yeah. you build a, a temporary build base, base. People yeah. can spawn there. Yeah. I kept doing that, and I kept and I got good control of a certain amount of zones to the point where somebody else came in. It's like, hey, uh, can I be officer? Because we need a medic, and I'm like, thank you, because I want to be the medic since no one else is being a medic. Yeah, and it's funny seeing s certain scenarios where it's a squad, like maybe there's five people, including myself. It's five on two, three people die. And I'm so low to the ground that the other two can't see me. So I'm just crawling over Metal Gear Solid style with my syringe. Like, yeah. <laughs> Reviving guys. <laughs> crawling around. <laughs> Reviving God, guys. Right. And you can hear the audio from other characters if you're close to them. Yeah. And they're like, how are they coming back to life? <laughs> <laughs> I shot him with everything. How is he not dead? How is he not dead? And all it is, it's just me going through the grass. Like... Da, 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 da. And I have no syringe out because I'm like, because you see the arrow, like, oh, this person needs medical attention. So I'm like, let's <laughs> <laughs> go. It's hilarious. Meanwhile, I'm over here as a hobo, just jab. He's shanking and then my, people and in your underwear. My, uh, my ambulance, as I, if I could call it that, your, has your guns and a, and a missile launcher on it. Look, man, it's space and it's a dangerous time. <laughs> you need protection. <laughs> it's like I'm a healer normally, but <laughs> right. That's, that's the story of like every healer in every game. It's yeah, like, they said I'm a healer. Is, but <laughs> it's like, I'm gonna heal you with these bullets. <laughs> I mean, that is technically what medic does in TF2. Yes, <laughs> he shoots you to heal you. That's no secret. Speaking of space, uh, we had a. Recent drop this past weekend, Metroid Dread has finally come out after... My OLED Switch hasn't come in yet, and I want to play it on that, actually. I haven't played it yet. I've been avoiding spoilers, which is fine. I'll try can talk to... about gameplay. <laughs> I can talk about gameplay. I mean, gameplay. my review is available over at our main website for Metroid Dread. Uh, spoilers, I love the game. <laughs> it's probably one of the best games in the Metroid series, just because, like, it's the best of the old and the new. 
Yeah, combined. And combined. And I love when games do that, um, especially for the Metroid series, which the mainline series has predominantly been 2D. Yeah. And every game has, like, done something more and more and more. And it's always culminated yeah. into something. So Mercury Steam were the developers behind this one. They've also handled the remakes of Samus Returns. That They also, well, they did Samus Returns. They didn't do um, Zero Mission. Well, Zero Mission was a remake of the original Very Metroid. Odd. But they did do a remake of that was never released, and which is why they got this deal was because they remade Fusion. Yes. <laughs> and they were like, "Wait, you remade this?" It's like, yeah. Let's give you a new game to work on. Yeah. Um. So they 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 took the reins and worked with Nintendo EPD to develop this game. Um. And as a result, they've created like one of the best games in the franchise. I I, I hear a lot of people like. There's been a lot of talk on Twitter that people play it but they're they afraid to and here's the reason why for some weird reason and this could just be me people are equating it to dark souls and i'm like no dark souls difficulty and can can have agreed on this multiple times dark souls is not a difficult game it's a cheap, it is game. A cheap game yes and there's a difference there Dark Souls is not difficult because if you mess up your build, that's it. No. Dark Souls is difficult because the boss, every boss, every character can literally one-shot you. Yeah. If it wants to. They have the special move that I called the you're, pl- that I called the you're playing too good mode. Yep. And then it's just like, pop, you're dead. Yep. The original Demon Souls issue wasn't that the game was difficult. It's It was on a very poorly optimized engine. Not even that. <laughs> and the I don't were know. Awful. <laughs> I don't know how you were meant to play that game on a PlayStation controller. Because it felt like this is meant to be played on the Duke Xbox controller. <laughs> I'm like, what? I was like, this is. It was an unoptimized mess. Metroid is difficult in the fair sense of it slowly builds up. Yes. So it's like, hey, it it just takes practice. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think a lot of people today get frustrated with it. I'm seeing it everywhere complaining about how the Emmys just instantly kill Samus. It's like, well, it's not like that in, in Resident Evil 2 or 3. I'm like, I kind of wish it was, honestly. Yeah. I kind of wish, like, so if the big bad caught you, game over. Like, yeah. it really should have been so that way. I, I think the thing that people forget is the Metroid games for as nostalgic as they are they're and for the games. things they remember. They are horror games. <laughs> they're horror games. <laughs> you're, the, you're this lone bounty hunter on an unknown planet where, every, where everything on this planet Wants to kill you. can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I th- and I think like Dread lives up to its name because it instills this like survival horror function into you as you explore the planet and as you get the better upgrades and the better things, you know, it does that survival horror twist where like, oh, no, I was once the hunted. Now I am the hunter. And until you hit that wall. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, I need a couple more, you know, health I, I, tanks I or need whatever. To be, I need to be the, I, I'm the hunted again. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and the thing is like the, the EMMI and the Emmys, uh, they are only a nuisance for what I would consider the beginning hours of the game, because okay. eventually you do get an upgrade where you can fight back. So, you know, it, it's not terribly difficult. 
Um, I think people have just forgotten that style of game because we haven't we really, really ha- we haven't really had stuff like that. We've had other games be in that Metroidvania style. The only game I would say that was difficult like that and it reserved its praise was Hollow Knight because it did make you feel like you were alone. Yes. It's like you're on your own. Mm-hmm. That's it. You have to go find the map, dude. You have to go do that. Yeah, and what I love about Hollow Knight is you get the map, dude, and he's like, here's a piece of paper and this is everything that I've explored. And then you take your pencil and you're like, yeah, I've gone here and you draw the rest of the yeah. map. Like, I thought that was really ingenious for yeah. Hollow Knight. Um, even the upgrades, even if they're like huge upgrades, it's like you could still die mm-hmm. if you're not careful. Yeah, I mean, the game does have some cheapness on some of the bosses. I'm talking about I, Hollow Knight here. Um, I will agree with that, but I also turn that out to that's that dev's first game, mm-hmm. which is fair. Right. Um, a lot of the expansions helped a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. So you have stuff like Hollow Knight, you have the Ori series, you yeah. have um, games like Blasphemous, yes. which are in that same category. And what I love about Metroid Dread and Read the review over on our website. Uh, the review is literally, I titled the review, the original title was Indie Devs. Hey, we can do Metroidvania. Nintendo, hold my beer. <laughs> 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 to which Mario effectively changed the title and it was a great, he was like, hey, how about we call this? I was like, you know what, that works. And was, uh, the new title was Nintendo to Indie Devs, hold my energy tank. Yeah. And I thought, I was like, this is great. This is why I love working with Mario because... <laughs> We get to do things like that. Um, but in the review, I highlight how, like, we've had these kinds of games and people forget that Nintendo is the sleeping giant that when they sit back and they go, oh, you're doing that? That's cute. Yeah. Here's how it's done. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> and, um, and here's the thing. This is the one thing, because when I remember Fusion, when I played Hollow Knight, I'm like, I'm getting more Zero Mission vibes mm-hmm. and Samus Return. Not, yeah, that's Super Nintendo Yes. Yes. So Super Nintendo was a Super Metroid. Yes. Yeah, Metroid. Metroid Super yeah. Metroid. Yeah. That's what it. And I get those vibes. Everyone wants to remake that vibe. No one wants to do fusion, where it's like, no, you you have an enemy that not only can kill you, but is you essentially. Yep. It's like there's no that fear. It's like I when I saw that, I would always stop, and I'm like, I I didn't know this one because when I played it, I was like fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I stopped and I'm like, if I move, I die. Apparently, that it didn't matter if you moved or anything. No. <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it that was it. So I'm just like, nope, nope. I I would literally put the Game Boy down. I'm like, wait, wait for the cutscene to play through. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, if you move, you die. That's it. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's the type of uh, thing that the Metroid series has done, and yeah. Metroid has been around now thirty years now. Thirty five. Thirty five, I think. And every iteration of the game, even the, the the Prime series, has had that element of, I wouldn't even call it, because it's not hard. No, it, no, it, no. It, there's a sense of it fear. Is, yes, no, but it, it still falls under horror because it's not horror in the way that we think of like horror genre in movies. Mm-hmm. It's more like, because we were actually talking about this, um, not in the sense of the slasher film, but more like Alfred Hitchcock. Right. Where the horror is not the actual... It's the psychological it's thing. the yeah. entire environment. It draws you in. Mm-hmm. So even when you feel like you... When you feel like you get captured by the by 
the antagonist. It feels like a personal attack. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo has done that very well with every single Metroid because yep. they build the atmosphere around it. It sucks you in. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Metroid would always be the queen of. <laughs> uh, and that's mostly due to uh, it being our, our our queen and savior, gaming's first lady, uh, Samus Aran. She's been around this long. She's still kicking butt. Um, the, game is, next. the game is phenomenal. Well, if you play the game, you, you'll get a little nice little... It's a little like golf tee off into like, oh, this is done, but we have this kind of lingering off. Um, but uh, that, 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 that's another thing because like it tells so much of a story with minimal dialogue because there is yeah, some dialogue. Nintendo has always been so good at that though. Yeah. They've always um, been like little chat logs or like, I still think um, Brawl's story mode is one of the best stories spoken without mm-hmm. one word. <laughs> I... It really is. <laughs> yeah, Metroid Dread uh, is out now for your Nintendo Switch. You can check out my review over at digitalearentertainment.com. Uh, let me know what you thought about Metroid Dread over in our Discord as well. Um, we're coming up to the end of our show, so uh, this is going to be it for now. Um, you can check, you can keep the conversation going over in our Discord. Uh, feel free to tag me at Omega Z. Let me know what you thought about Metroid Dread or any of the other games that we've talked about on today's show. Let me know if there's a game or series you want us to talk about and discuss uh, on an upcoming episode. We're coming to you live from the Waypoint Cafe located at 65 Ludlow Street, home of our esports and gaming podcast, Decode, which you've just been listening to for the past almost hour. Decode, the Waypoint Cafe is also home to the Image Anime Pop-Up Shop, where you can get all sorts of cool anime-related Goodies such as Funko Pops, Gunpla model kits, the whole nine. And you can also check out imageanimate.com and use our promo code DISCOUNT20 for 20% off all in-stock Image Anime products available there. You can check out some of our product review over at our YouTube as well. Over on our YouTube channel, we have our teaser for our upcoming wrestling-themed visual novel, Kokorono Pro. And you can check out those links over in the chat there. If you like what you see and you wish to support us even further, take a gander over at our merch. We have our fall drop. The decode sweater is now actually available for your purchase. Is it a Christmas one? Uh, it's not a Christmas sweater. Um. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if, they, if that option comes out as we get closer to the holiday season. Because <laughs> I'll totally rock that. <laughs> I want an ugly Christmas sweater. An ugly decode Christmas sweater. <laughs> <laughs> we have our merch available over at our stream element shop we got our d hoodies d t-shirts as well as our <laughs> as well as our d code sweater uh, available for your purchasing power including our d mug for your beverage of choice uh thanks for coming on through everybody stick around because we do have rj and joel coming up with some more great ace attorney they'll be continuing their playthrough of that awesome game yeah, it's a bunch of games. I forget it's, that it's, it's more than one. Three, it's uh, the, I think it's the, the first three. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's the first three. Awesome games. Uh, and also be be sure to check out the rest of our streams as we continue on with gaming-related content all weekend for your entertainment. That's going to do it for our podcast today. But as always, until next time, you've been Decoded.